Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome to a new quick hitter from Full Core Press on Pure Hoops Media. Hi, everybody. I'm John Fanta. First and foremost, we're excited to welcome in Jenny Fisher, who was with the NCAA last year covering men's and women's college basketball, among other sports and now is with the WNBA as part of their content team. Jenny will join me starting next week on the show. On today's Quick Hitter, we welcome in Wake Forest first-year head coach Steve Forbes this week on the podcast, and he talked about his journey. He's a career winner, a 216-77 and record all-time as a head coach. But nine years ago, Forbes was fired, and he's worked his way back up to this point of being an ACC head coach. We also talked about the process of re-recruiting his Wake Forest players, which is tough enough, nor alone during a pandemic. An interesting conversation on the journey and an unprecedented process. What are the things that you take from a stop like Northwest Florida State, something that's on the total different end of the spectrum in terms of, you know, program, brand, all that stuff. What are the things that you take from a stop like that that you still apply to a stop like this? First, it's nice to have a courtesy car back because um, I drove <laughs> – this is a true story. I, I drove a scooter uh, my first year at uh, Northwest Florida. I drove a scooter back and forth to work every day, and I kept every gas receipt, Right. I spent $66 in gasoline my first year uh, driving to work and back, okay? Because we only had one car, because I'd had a dealer car for like 11 years as a Division One assistant, and, you know, we got fired, and my wife had to drive the car to teach and do her job, and I didn't really – we couldn't really afford to buy a car because we hadn't sold our house, and so we had a house in Knoxville we were renting. My daughter was in college, and, you know, financially it was just not good, and so – I drove that scooter for a year until I blew it up. I'm not the most uh, mechanically inclined person in the world. I didn't realize you had to put oil on a scooter. And so I blew the engine. And um, so I still have that scooter in my garage though, because it reminds me uh, every day of where I came from. Um, You know, uh, the thing that was great about Northwest Florida was I just went back to doing what I love to do, you know, and coach in Northwest. I wouldn't be where I'm at today had Mickey Inglett and Ramsey Ross and those guys giving me the opportunity to continue to coach. And that's what happened. I just, I was lucky really after 20, you know, two years of being in division one, you know, as a coach, I got to go back and be a head coach, you know, after coaching with some really great coaches. And so I was able to apply all the things that I had learned. I really don't coach a whole lot different today than I did in Northwest Florida. Maybe I got more people helping me and some things like that and and different kind of players, but coaching is coaching. And it really kind of put me, got me back grounded. I think sometimes what happens when you have success, you know, you get a little bit intoxicated by it. And I think, you know, when you get fired, you know, that, that puts a lot of things in perspective. 
And I think you have a choice when you get fired. You can get bitter or you can get better. And I feel like going to Northwest Florida made me better. You talk about it, and the coaching, it remains very similar to what you had all the way back at Northwest Florida in terms of the way that you coach. Mm -hmm. What's the challenge of recruiting against North Carolina, Duke, NC State, three schools within a 100-mile radius? I mean, I think you just got to run your own race. You can't worry about what um, everybody else is doing, right? You, you pick and choose the players that you like, you know, and you recruit them. Uh, and you don't run from a battle, you know. I mean, it doesn't mean that I'm going to be recruiting against those guys head-to-head -head every day. There may come some times when we do, and if we do, we do, you know. But I think, you know, a lot of times in recruiting, uh, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. You know, and you have to find the players that you like that can be successful for you and also be successful at Wake Forest. You know, we're a, you know, you have to, you have to, it's books and basketball here. You know, it, it, it's, uh, you have to compete just as hard in the classroom as you do on the court. And so um, it's a special young man that, that, that has, that comes here and is successful because uh, it's competitive. It's competitive in basketball, it's competitive in academics, but I relish that opportunity. You know, and so we, uh, you know, we go out and I'm an old school recruiter. I, you know, I like, and this is probably what's kind of hurt me a little bit, you know, with, uh, with COVID is I like to recruit with my eyes and not with my ears. You know, um, I'm from Iowa, but I'm kind of from the show me state. You know, I, I, I don't really look at rankings. I, I just want to see if you can play or not, you know, and I used to do that at East Tennessee State a lot. I, I would try to put my Tennessee University of Tennessee glasses on first you know, to see what I actually recruit that kid. And then if I thought I would, then maybe I'd go the other direction because, um, you know, I can't get that kid maybe at East Tennessee State now. You know, we can recruit the best players. So it's not so much evaluating, it's evaluating the situation and can we get them? And are they a good fit not only for the institution, are they a good fit for me? And so those things all come into play. And then, is that, you know, does that mean we'll go head to head with those guys? Probably will sometimes. And then there'll be times that we won't. So you weren't able to see your team, what was it, two months, two-plus months that, that you're on the job and you're not able to see these guys. For the guys that were teetering, and you had a couple that departed, but for the guys that were teetering, how did you go about the conversation virtually and, and be able to try to keep them? I mean, there was a lot of time on the phone. You know, and as you know, too, it's not just talking to the player. It's talking to everybody around them. And so if you got – I think after – I think the day of my press conference, I think we had two guys that weren't in the portal. <laughs> you know, it was crazy. And so when you're trying to re-recruit eight or nine guys and they got five people around them, that's 40 phone calls in one day. You know, and so that's what I really spent the majority of the first month doing – was re-recruiting the team. And, you know, I had to tell some kids that in recruiting, you know, in the 21, 22 class, hey, my main responsibility initially was to, to have a team, right? And, it, and here's the scary proposition about that. If they don't come back, where are you going to go get them? Because you can't leave, right? You can't go anywhere. You can't have anybody visit. And it's Wake Forest. When, you know, it's not like there's – you know, in May, in, and you're in the ACC, how are you going to redo your roster and, and have some yeah. type of success? And so that, to me, was the most important aspect. So it was from 
whenever you woke up till whenever you went to sleep, the majority of my day, 99% of the day, uh, after talking to maybe doing some media every day, was um, re-recruiting the team, you know, and talking to everybody around them and trying to gain their trust. And I give those kids a lot of credit for, you know, and a lot of credit goes away for us the type of place that it is that they – Truthfully, they wanted to come back to school here. They, they like going to school here, and they, they want to play in the ACC. And so I just had to, you know, continue to, to give them my vision for what I had of the, you know, for the program and, and them, even though I had never met them. We hope you listen to the full conversation with Wake Forest head coach Steve Forbes, and you can watch video versions of all of our quick hitters on the Pure Hoops Media YouTube channel. Check out Full Court Press every Tuesday from Pure Hoops Media. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois.